Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Magic is Might. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WitherTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Wizard Team merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter with, with by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Happy Black Wizard History Month! Turn up. Um, For the entire month of February, we're putting out a piece of content every day celebrating black characters and headcanons from the wizarding world. Um, So stay ready for our live events, BSU content, critical companion essays. Um, Shout out to Kayla at Maria Giancella on Twitter, who put out an amazing playlist. Um, She's. I've I've a couple of times I've had like exclamations at the at the transitions between songs. <laughs> so if you have not yet gotten your life with that playlist, um, please do so. Yes, and we have even more events coming up on the eighth next Saturday. There'll be a Twitter chat about being black in the Harry Potter fandom. So get on Twitter at six p.m. Pacific time using the hashtag Black Wizard History, and we'll be talking about our experiences being black in the fandom. Um, and on February 16th at 6 p.m., um, we are doing our live wizard team at 7th West Bar in West Oakland, um, which is, like, right off of the West Oakland Bar if you are not, um, if you don't have, an, I was going to say something, I don't know. Wheels, if you don't want to drive, some, yeah, or, yeah. or if you don't have a car, or if you don't want to lift, or you if know, you just enjoy public transportation. I or mean, just I on the BART line. Why you would know? you want to be? In, you don't want to take yeah. the BART. Like, nobody, I mean, I like taking the BART. I just don't like the BART. Like, if sure, it could be cleaner yeah. and, and run better. And run better. But West Oakland is generally like. Okay. It's close to West We're Oakland. We're trying to Bart. say it's very convenient to get to. <laughs> it is. Um, special guest Eliana um, will be joining us, and we will have a live stream for $15 or more patron- Patronuses. So I think that's the hair Patronuses. Yes, it's hair level. You'll get, to, you'll get to watch. But also, if you're just in the Bay, just come. Yeah. Hair, I think, of Luna's Patronus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then... Uh, yeah. My turn. Oh, yeah. On February 22nd at 6 p.m. Pacific time, we will live tweet the season season two of Hermione Granger and the Quarter Life Crisis from the aforementioned director extraordinaire Eliana Yisrael. 
So again, that'll be a Twitter event, um, live tweeting at 6 p.m. February 22nd using the hashtag Black Wizard History, which is the hashtag we are using all month long for all this awesome stuff. Um, and we will we we did season one last, last year. year, so we're doing season two. Um, so catch up on season one if you haven't seen it yet or if you haven't seen it in a minute. And then on February 2nd, we will 22nd, wa- 22nd. On February 22nd, we will do the second season together yep. as a fam, as a group, as a BSU. As a squad, as as numerous squads. Yes. Oh, is that water? Yeah. Oops. And my phone. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. I thought so. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's participate all month using the hashtag Black Wizard History, as Robin said. Um, there's a Twitter challenge that's happening, so answer those questions. Um, a couple of the days we'll be doing, like, Twitter, well, I think at least one day we'll do, like, a Twitter poll, so you'll participate that way. Um, and just, like, any thoughts about, like, Potter things? You know, obviously use Wizard Team as you usually do, but Black Wizard History this, uh... This whole month. This whole month. We're celebrating big things and, and milestones and awesome people. I also, this is, like, not, this is Wizard... I don't know what this is. This is just a shout-out to the Girl Scouts, because Thin Mints <laughs> are the truth... And we ran into a Girl Scout, and she really made my day when she, quite matter-of-factly, was doing a rundown of all of the cookies she had to offer. And she said, this one, not my favorite. So thank you. We went with Thin Mints and Tagalongs, and I will be enjoying them. We will be enjoying them throughout the uh, recording of this. Everyone go support the Girl Scouts. Um, Because it's a great organization, but also just the cookies are banging. Like They are. Sometimes you don't, like, you know, you forget like, you dis- disassociate, like, what they do. They actually do really great stuff. But beyond that, like, even if you even if it's not about being a good person, the cookies are banging. So, and the one lady said you can you can crush up the Thin Mints and put it on ice cream, and I'm all about it. I can't wait. We should have got ice cream. We, we should have got ice cream. After she said that. And then what kind of nurse are that. you? Sorry. Uh, I, was ex- I was distracted by the chips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Patronuses and cheering charms. Um, shout out to Andy, Lucia, Nikki, and Andrea for becoming Patronuses and send us, sending us cheering charms and just generally being amazing, magical people, you know? We see you. Shout we appreciate you. We really... Um, y'all, are, y'all are great. Yeah. We still... It, it's, been that, it's been some months and we still haven't figured yeah. out an alternative, but it's yeah. okay. Magical birthdays. <laughs> Speaking of, um, so today, Wednesday, is Arthur Weasley's birthday. Um, so shout out to Arthur for being him and, you know, hope he gets some cool muggle gadgets. I hope you get all the plugs that you desire because you deserve. Mm -hmm. I forgot someone that I want to add who should not be listening to this podcast. And if she is, she's in trouble. Um, but shout out to my niece, Jada Renee, whose birthday was Tuesday. Um, She's 16. Yikes. And it's a problem because, well, she ruined my entire senior year because it's not that I was like important or doing anything or I like had plans, but if I had a, if I would have had friends and plans, I wouldn't have been able to go because I spent the whole senior year babysitting her. (laughs) She peed in my bed a lot, but I love her a lot. So I can't relate at all. (laughs) So shout out to my niece. Um, happy 16th birthday. Um, and Monday, 
was um, well, we are gonna do it. We I didn't say I wasn't gonna do it. I just said I didn't put it in the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Monday was um, my father and my sister's birthday. So shout out to my dad and to Akira um, for being a year older and for being cool people. And I was going to be like a year older and a year wiser, but it's your dad and Akira. So a year older. Wow. <laughs> and the shade. They're the, they're the most fun and the like loving, loving of people. But loving youngest. But Akira did. Uh, stand in the middle of the street today and, and have a to dance, face. <laughs> have a dance off by herself. So, you know. Yep. She did. That. She did do that. <laughs> um. But yes, shout out to them. They're great. They're the reason that I, or mm, they're part of the reason why I am who I am. And you know, we appreciate them. We do. Much. We like them a lot. They're great. They're awesome people. Okay. Magic is might. Magic is might. So first, though, previously on Wizard Tales. Also, shout out to Bayana for having multiple copies because um, I didn't come prepared. And then I was like, oh, wait, we have to record and I don't have a book. And she was like, who are you talking to? What? And I was like, you write. (laughs) I am in the right spot for that. I have three. No, I only have two copies. I have have at least two of each, but I have more of the earlier I yeah. have lots of Prisoner of Azkaban. I mean, not Prisoner of Azkaban, sorry. Philosopher's Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. Philosopher's Stone. Both. I have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, That's five. too many of one book. I'm pretty sure I have Marie Kondo would be disgusted with me, oh, but I, mean, I need them. Yeah, same. I plan on buying more. Me too. So. All right. Previous on Wizard Team. Um, Harry and them are waiting on Creature to come back with Mundungus to learn about what happened to the locket or where or perhaps you know bring the locket back with them um and while this happens remus shows up because he is like i would like to help i'd like to i have a specific set of skills. skills um and so i would like to offer those that specific set of skills to join your trio and make it a squad and harry <laughs> said how about you go home to your pregnant wife he said and- chase a baby don't worry about what i'm doing <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh he, man. He did say that. Oh man. That is what he said. And Remus <laughs> didn't take it very kindly. And so he left. <laughs> because he was like, How dare you tell me Jesus to baby. be a good father? Um, or to like use contraception. And so then he left. And then Harry read some stuff about Dumbledore from the Daily Prophet by Rita Skeeter. Um, and then it made him feel bad, even though he had just got done listening to Remus tell them about how the Daily Prophet is full of shit right now and is being run by Death Eaters. And it was written by Rita Skeeter. And it was written by Rita Skeeter on top of that. Like, why is that not enough? <laughs> yes, on top. Um, and then on top, yeah, and on top of that, Voldemort has taken over, so like, He's not the minister of magic. He has pious thickness in place. Pious um, been thickness. It is true. Um, but, you know, he's he's abroad. So he's not really worried. He's, you know, he's like, I got people. They can handle what's going on. Um, and then Creature does return with Mundungus, who tells them that the locket he no longer has because he had to give it to none other than Dolores Umbridge our favorite person on this podcast next to Marge Dursley so you know 
that's where we've left off. It is quite a time. <laughs> and he said, this is like the, like, literally the book form of, like, cliffhanger. He was like, the bra that looks like a toad. And then Harry said his eyebrows on fire, and it was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, the way that that chapter ends yeah, is true. so funny to me. Like, it is seriously, like, last time previously on Dragon Ball Z, which I don't actually know what that means. I just have younger cousins that I spend too much time with, so I find myself saying, previously on Dragon Ball Z. No clue if I'm actually saying that correctly, but I think I yeah, am. Yeah, I think it's find out next time. See? On Dragon Ball Z. I never watched Dragon Ball Z either, but I've seen enough of the memes. But y'all say it all the time. Honestly, I'd be like, I don't. Or maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know what I say. Late recently, I've been saying previously on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. (laughs) 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 One time, it's to the point where, like, once I was, like, like, walking out of my room and I was like, previously, and then Aminata, on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. (laughs) And she didn't even watch that show. She just knows that's all I'm watching. Can I I shame you guys for just a second Then we got to get into this chapter? Why would you be shaming us? Because my baby went to school. I don't feel ashamed. My baby went to school and told not one, but multiple kids to not, to chase a bag and not worry about what she's doing. No, just to chase a bag. Just to chase a bag. That's it. My baby told multiple children to chase a bag. I don't see the problem. Which is why I am shaming you, because you don't even see the problem. I can't be shamed. (laughs) You can't play me, because if you play me, you you play play yourself. yourself. Yeah, I I am personally not upset about that one. She wasn't wrong. Those little six-year-olds, as adorable as they are, probably needed to chase a bag. (laughs) She need to chase a bag. And I really She's mess expensive. with the kids, too, so. Sorry. Ami Nacha need to be taking her own advice and chasing her own bag. She'd be all up in my pockets. She'd be saying it like, that, the funniest part is that she said it like she Like she had, had the bag. bag. <laughs> but in her mind, she does. She has four bags. She has all of the bags. It's true. So every adult near her, that's her wallet. And, and again, <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not. She's just right. six. Okay, chapter 12, Magic is Might. Um, So we're just skipping right through August. August is wearing on and the inhabitants of number 12 uh, are never seen by anyone, nor was the number 12 itself. Um, But the square was attracting a trickle of visitors. They're just like Death Eaters all just like in their robes in the middle of the summertime. Just like, I'm going to chill in this random square outside of this random apartment. Or not apartment. Random, I don't know what kind of houses these They're are. They're row houses. Thank you. Outside of those. Um, this na- random suburban just, neighborhood. Ex-urban. No, that's in the city. It's in the city. This They're just on the block, just sitting there, just like watching like, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting. Um, on a stoop. Just, if London just, had stoops. Just, just all day, just chilling. Um, got nothing better to do. Channeling their inner McGonagall. And then, and then on the first day of September, though... A half dozen men were standing. Six of them. Six of them were decided on the first day of September that they were just going to be out there waiting. Um, one of them is Dolohov. I don't know who the other one is. I can't tell. I just need... I just need to talk about it. I mean, we talked about it before we start recording, but, like, what? It makes no Did sense. Did they... What? They really thought that Harry, Ron, and Hermione... They got... If they were even at Grandma Place... Because I'm sure there were other places where they just had extra people in front of just in case they, the three of them decided they wanted to go to Hogwarts. 
in the middle of everything going on. I mean, I guess. And knowing how much it took for them to get from Privet Drive to the borough, they were like, oh, but they'll totally go to King's Cross Station. Meanwhile, Harry Stane is on a whole bunch of stuff talking about wanted for questioning of the killing of Albus Dumbledore. So, like... But he's going to go But he's going to show up to school? Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoo! Mm-hmm. Make it make sense, Lord. Make it make sense. <laughs> um, so Harry had just uh, apparated to Grandma Place. He um, apparates onto the top step like Remus told him. Because, you know, even even when they were fighting, they got... Uh, he learned. Yeah, he learned some things. He taught. Because that's... What Remus does is he, he teaches the children, you know? And lets them lead the way. You keep singing that, but then every time it fits, and so I can't be upset about it. Because I'm like, that is what he did. <laughs> and I'm mad, but, like, he did do that. Um, So he goes down to the kitchen, and he's like, I've got news, and you won't like it. Um, the kitchen is almost unrecognizable. Um, everything is clean and shining and new. And the house elf, who now came hurrying toward Harry... um, Creature is like the most changed, dressed in a snowy white towel, his ear hair as clean and fluffy as cotton wool, and Regulus's locket bouncing on his thin chest, which like I guess. Um I mean if he's happy. Uh, yeah. I suppose. I don't I mean we'll get there. I don't wanna have the full thing now, but Creature's little transformation is weak. Yeah. Um so Ron is like, what happened? He and Hermione had been poring over a sheaf of scribbled notes and hand-drawn maps that littered the end of the long kitchen table. Um, so Harry puts down uh, the Daily Prophet, and it says, Severus Snape confirmed as Hogwarts headmaster. Which I'm just like, yeah, can sense. we give McGonagall her things? No. No? Why in the world would you think that a qualified, competent... And beloved woman would get a promotion over a greasy-haired, abusive, manipulative man-child of a bastard. In what world? Again, I have to keep telling you guys, this isn't urban fantasy. This isn't a full, complete Mm. fantasy. This isn't a new world. They still live in our world. Is Hillary Clinton president? Or... So I'm just saying. I don't appreciate your tone. <laughs> of truth? Of what? None of it. What? None of it. Who was... How many women CEO we got? I don't know. Like none. <laughs> <laughs> like five. <laughs> I was going to say like three, but I truly have no idea. Uh, but you know what? I can't. This Connie might upset Connie you. Said, but Serafina, right? I was about to say. <laughs> this might upset you. But 70 years ago, we had a black woman president wearing pants. And now McGonagall can't even run. No, that, y'all, she, y'all, we had that. They gave that to us. It's Be happy. We, have, we get nothing else. You're right. They You're gave right. us that one. Man, I can't. So... On the article, it says, Severus Snape, long-standing potions master at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, was today appointed headmaster in the most important of several staffing changes at the ancient school. Following the resignation of the previous muggle studies teacher, 
Electo Carol will take over the post while her brother Amicus fills the position of defense against the dark arts professor. Resignation. Resignation. Resigned life. Mm-hmm. She resigned from life because y'all he killed her. He killed her. Mm-hmm. And then he fed her to his snake mm-hmm. who was also a woman of color. Just so that you know. Is, that is what happened. Ugh. Um, I just like it's one of those things where like we talk about like journalism and the daily prophet how they just kind of like go whichever the way the wind is blowing or whatever way the minute because there should there's no like you know Snape killed Dumbledore even if they weren't even if they wanted to be like he allegedly killed him or like their eyewitnesses or people have been saying rumors have been said like they didn't even put none of that they're just like yeah he's he's long-standing potions master there's like no kind of reporting really past it's a press release is what it is it is a press release because there also could have been like rumors or there has been some speculation to his uh involvement in the death of dumbledore right like you said there could have been anything about like despite Nerva McGonagall serving as deputy headmistress for the past blah 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 years in a surprise move the potions master became head mm-hmm. you know what I mean nope. like something and then Snape says I welcome the opportunity to uphold our finest wizarding traditions and values which is gross and is- so what he's saying is that and he's gonna make it mandatory that none of those children wash their hair grease well, that's how you retain your magical ability. It's in the the scalp. And all the sebum, 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 sebum. I don't know it, but it's up there. Yeah, and that's how you retain it. So when you don't wash, it just accumulates, mm-hmm. and then that's how you are able to like do things like septumbra. Yeah, checks out. Yeah, I think that totally checks I out. I think I think it was. I think it probably was cut out. Um, of Half-Blood Prince, but that day that Harry ran into Draco, he had, like, skipped wash day, which I think for him would have been every day, right? Yeah, he just didn't wash his hair that day. Uh, and so then it was, like, accumulating, so he was able to use the spell in a way that was actually, like, close to being fatal, and, like, Snape, at this point, never washes, so it just is, like, everything all is the time really wow. palpable. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Rainbow. <laughs> The more, more you, you know. know. <laughs> um, so then uh, Hermione's like, like committing murder and cutting off people's ears, I suppose. Snape, headmaster. Snape in Dumbledore's study. Merlin's pants. She shrieks and then leaps from the table and runs out of the room. Hermione Granger. Is just connection. On top of it. Her brain is firing off. She got like, it. Okay. Can we just talk about how quickly she was like, one plus one equals oh shit. Mm-hmm. She says, headmaster in Dumbledore study. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> and Ron is like, Merlin's pants. She must be upset. <laughs> He's just like, she's she got a lot going on person. today. Um, and then he says, the other teachers won't stand for this. McGonagall and Flitwick and Sprout all know the truth. They know how Dumbledore died. They won't accept Snape as headmaster. Um, and then asks who the Carols are. And Harry tells him that they're Death Eaters. So it's all friends together. Um, then says, I can't see that the other teachers have got any choice but to stay. If the Ministry and Voldemort are behind Snape, um, it'll be a choice between staying and teaching or a nice few years in Azkaban, and that's if they're lucky. I reckon they'll try to stay and protect the students. That is, like, 
the thing, like, writers do this a lot, and it's like, um, what do you call it? Like, giving information through a character. Yeah. Like, or motivations, because that's what they're going to do. But, like, Harry wouldn't know that, and Harry is not... We always talk about he has a very high, like, EQ and stuff, but, like, it just that sentence does not ring true to me. The reason it does to me is because he would do... That's what he would do Mm -hmm. if he were professor, which... He should be. He should be. So, to me, I'm like, yeah. He's like, when this is all over and I take my rightful place as professor again. Of Defense Against, against the Dark, dark arts. arts. That's what I would do if in the next 15 years we have yet another wizard Nazi show up. Right. No, guess what? We do. It doesn't even take... Whom? Five years. Her name... I don't remember her name. Del- Deli? Deli? And she flaps her face. Not Deli. She flaps. Because she can fly. But unlike Voldemort, she can't just, like, fly. She flies like a bird. And she calls herself the Osprey. And she flaps... I don't even think that's right. I definitely don't think she, it's the Osprey. She flaps her wings. <laughs> Talks about her father, Voldemort. I'm pretty sure it's not oh. Deli. But she flaps her Delia wings. said you're bench because uh, they don't share right. a nickname. She I, I didn't know. name her. <laughs> that, that's not her name, though. All right, well, hold on. I'm pretty sure it's Delphi. Look, see, you know. But I'm not trying to add to the the thing. I'm okay with it being Delphi because it only reminds me of Delphine, and I didn't like her in Orphan Black. She got on my nerves. She was the worst. Fucking Kofine. I just. It's <laughs> <laughs> the wrong fandom for that. It is. Just goddamn Kofine the third part. She did. She did. She, she should have just been on her own. But yeah, it's Delphi. She basically found her own cure. She could have saved herself and then went back and found that hottie, Delphine that little, that little like, hottie, like blonde my, one that Delphine my tried to, my tried, job do, tried to kill. Kill. Yeah, she could have gone back and found her. Mm. Or somebody else. Or somebody completely new. Now they really wanted us to. They really wanted us to fuck with Delphi. They killed her, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. And then she was back. And then I was like, when she turned around, I was like, nobody asked for you though. Why? We didn't send for you. Okay, that is not the point. Oh. The point is that homegirl who Robin's talking about is Delphi. Delphi, and I'm pretty sure she was the augury, not the osprey. Listen, I think did she flop her wings? She didn't do that because I remember specifically. That happened on a harness and everything. Being in the in in the theater, leaning over to my other thing. What the fuck she flapping for? She ain't an actual bird. She's so, not an actual bird. So then a uh, creature comes bustling to the table with a large terrine in his hands and ladle soup into pristine bowls, whistling between his teeth as he did so. So he's just like out here happy ass slave like just really Delphi. out here so her name is so Delphi. excited to to serve and i just can i just say that this is so long that the fucking wikipedia you just scroll 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 why was this play so long i you know i don't know but we're not we're not doing that right now <laughs> um harry says thanks and then says well at least we know where snape has been now or where or at least we know exactly where snape is now um then he starts to eat the quality of creatures cooking had improved dramatically ever since he had been given Regulus's locket. Which, like, okay, but, like, have they ever had his cooking before? Because I remember them distinctly eating, like, he was not doing shit, and it was Molly. So then how would you know if his cooking had improved if he never cooked for you? I don't know, but I'm more upset by the fact that, uh, 
he thinks this and doesn't say, like, hey, this is a real good creature. That, too. He's Let's just, just like, say it out loud. Eating, you know? Um, so then he tells Ron about the Death Eaters and is like, it's like they're hoping we'll march out carrying our school trunks and head off for, Hogwarts, for the Hogwarts Express. Which is like, again, not smart. The augury. That's what I said. How do you remember the shit? I remember the flapping. Oh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I wish I did. I am the new past. I am the new future. I am the answer. Wait, how am I supposed to get on Slack? I'm done. I'm done. Getting back. Um. So then, I am the answer. This world has been looking for. Okay, now I'm done. Now I'm done. You just can't let me. Um. So then. So then they're they're kind of like having a moment where they're thinking about um, the fact that the train left and this is the first time that they haven't been on it. You know, you know this. I mean, whole time. you say they, but it's really just Ronald. Like, no, no, no. It's it's Ron, and then Harry is kind of thinking. Like he says, like it's weird not being on it, isn't it? And then Harry is also like then thinks about it, um, and he says he was sure, or he thinks he was sure, Jenny. Neville and Luna were sitting together at this moment, perhaps wondering where he, Ron, and Hermione were, or debating how best to undermine Snape's new regime. Which I think is weird because they didn't really hang out like that. Like, but like, I do love that. Like, I love those that are that's his three. The three. I like that not, part. Yeah. Like those are his three who he like is thinking about. But, but the thing is, I don't know. In the way that like the like the teachers part didn't ring true to you, this part. I'm kind of like, but they weren't like homies like that. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they were, but I think that they, she could have had them hanging out more. So like they, she have, she had like uh, Luna and Ginny hanging out. Yeah. But Neville was always on his own, so it just seemed like, yeah, strange. I don't know. I think it's another way of them being of her being like Neville's going to play a role in the resistance. Like right. these three are going to be, which is, but it doesn't make sense that Harry would think of those three together. Yeah, but, like, it makes sense that he would think of those three. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so then Hermione appear- reappears, um, and Ron is like, and what in the name of Merlin's most baggy wife friends was that about? Because he's just extra. And I love it. It's funny. Um, so she carries forward a, a large framed picture, which she now lowered to the floor, um, and she, like, pushes it into the beaded bag and says, Phineas Nigellus. Throwing the bag onto the kitchen table, and I'm just like, maybe be more careful. Maybe there's some kind of protection around the bag, but I feel like she'd just be tossing it everywhere, and then it makes these big ass crashes and clanks. And I'm like, something you broke. You have vials of potion yeah, like, They're important. Like whole ass probably juice potion just spilled all over your mm-hmm. the secret of the dark, the darkest art or whatever. The, no, the most potante, <laughs> the evil <laughs> most potante. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely not potante. It is. We got that E at the end. Evil day, most potante day. Oh my god. Your 2018 gold is so like nice. Why are you looking at that? Because I have It's not 80. the time. Okay, so. um and I'm just wondering how much of the stuff I'm involved in. So Ron said. Probably like half. Half? Actually, no, that's not true. Like sixty percent. One, two. Oh well, with the cons. Shit! Now you got me distracted. Sorry. Um. Okay. So Ron is like, "What? Like, what? What does Phineas Nigelis have to do with anything?" Um. But then, uh, Hermione saying that Snape could send Phineas Nigelis to look inside this house for him. 
Um, but let him try it now, and all he'll be able to see is the inside of my handbag. Because um, she's a smart as hell, that's why. Um, and then... Um, so then Hermione asked, like, what else happened with Harry? And then Harry said, um, watch the ministry entrance for seven hours. No sign of her. Saw your dad, though, Ron. He looks fine. Um, they had agreed that it was far too dangerous to try and communicate with Mr. Weasley, um, when he was in the ministry because he was always surrounded by other ministry workers, but it was reassuring to catch glimpses of him. Um, dad always told us most ministry people use flu network to get to work, said Ron. Um, that's why we haven't seen Umbridge. She'd never walk. She'd think she was too important. Um, and then Hermione's like, and what about the funny old witch and the little wizard and the little wizard in the navy robes? Oh yeah, the bloke from the mag- from magical maintenance, said Ron. How do you know he works for magical maintenance? Hermione asked. And then Ron's like, my dad told me, and that it's and she's just like, you never said that, and you know they start bickering, but it's mostly one of those moments where like Ron has we've talked about this before how like Ron has more just like inherent knowledge of the wizarding world that he doesn't find remarkable right and he doesn't think he doesn't think like okay that would be important because it's just kind of an everyday thing whereas like Hermione's like nah we didn't know that we're gonna need to know that for sneaking into the ministry which is what they're planning to do they've been spying and doing all this stuff so that they can sneak into the ministry um then Harry while in the midst of their arguing Harry goes I think we should do it tomorrow because he came with the big Griffin energy (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, Delia. Hermione photoshopped Voldemort and Delia onto Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. (laughs) It's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. I can't. Oh my god. Why? Why does Imani? Why must you? Why is Imani? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answers. Where were we? I don't even. Oh, so uh, they're about to. They're trying to sneak into the ministry, and I. I this is a part of the um, characterization of Hermione that I really like. It's like it goes back to what we we're talking about when they were in the cafe. Like mm-hmm. she's very good at planning. But then when it comes time to, like, actually execute. a- executing and putting things in action, she gets very anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Which, this is not a read. <laughs> it's fine. It's been happening often anyway. Um, which is because once you start to execute, like, you cannot plan other people's reactions and things. So she's, what she really wants to do is be like, if, when we do this, then they'll do that, and then we'll do this, and then they'll do that. But... Like, just not how it works. That's not how it works. And Harry's gonna get there faster to her than her and be like, we've done what we can. But like, once we get there, what happens happens, and we just have to be able to react. Right. Um, going back into Hermione, great at the planning. Harry, great at in time reaction. Ron knows that navy blue robes mean that you work at the um, in magical maintenance. Um, and so, so that's and so. Hermione, again, like, they're kind of arguing where she's just like, seriously? And Harry's like, I don't think we're going to be much better prepared if we skulk around the ministry for another month. Um, and he's like, we ha- we know everything important. Hermione's like, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. So much relies on chance. And he's like, that could be true in three months. It's time to act. So again, like Robin was saying, like, it's this balance that they have where at a certain point, 
action has to take precedence over planning, even though some, even though planning is important. And in this particular case, like they needed to have a plan. They couldn't just go bumbling into the ministry. I'm Harry Potter. Like that wouldn't have happened. And <laughs> I don't think Harry thought that that should happen. Um, so it's like one of those times where them kind of challenging each other helps it's, even though it all goes it'll all go to shit anyway but that's not really their fault yeah it's such a read to me too because like i kind of struggle with this not that i'm like not a really good planner but i like to like like pretend and tell myself i'm doing research i'm doing research i'm doing research but what i'm really doing is procrastinating mm-hmm. um and i think that that is like what you see here which is like i i'm like the opposite where i always think my decision is the spontane is when i'm being spontaneous but i've in reality been planning for forever like anytime i get a tattoo i'm like i just i'm just getting one today but it's not like i hadn't already known what it was planned what it was where i'm going all this stuff the only thing you didn't didn't know was was when it was gonna happen yeah but then the day that happened like i'm just gonna go and then it feels like i'm doing something really like yeah no i'm whenever i'm spontaneous i'm actually spontaneous because i'm like spend 90% of my time paralyzed in in anxiety and fear and then I'm like I'm gonna go on an adventure and all of a sudden like Bionis texts me like where are you I don't know I'm on the roof of the house some guy and my friend's here and like we're looking at something and we're gonna go get ice cream and she's like be safe right I was like I don't know what to say at that point who knows if I'm gonna be safe the whole thing doesn't seem safe but I'm on an adventure and then I get home and I wake up in the morning and I go what the fuck that's what I think. I can only do that with alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And even then. Even then. I usually do majority of the time start my adventure sober and end up with alcohol mm-hmm. because then I'm like, I'm already in it. I can't turn around now. But then I'm also like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Let's <laughs> just, we're, we're doing it. It's we're fine. doing it live. Um, so. My memoirs are going to be awesome. Um, so, so Ron says, let's say we go for it tomorrow. I think it should just be me and Harry. And I'm just like, I understand, like, the sentiment. Toxic masculinity. But how? Because y'all can't do shit without Because, her. like, how would you, how without would Hermione, you get through any of it? Phineas' ass would still be on the wall right now. Like, I just, I don't understand the... And, and Hermione's like, don't start that again. I thought we'd settled it. And Ron says, it's different hanging around the entrances under the cloak. This is different. You're on the list of muggleborns who didn't present themselves for interrogation. Um, and then Hermione's like, and you're supposed to be dying of spatter gray at the burrow. If anyone shouldn't go, it's Harry. He's got a 10,000 galleon price on his head. Fine, I'll stay here, said Harry. Let me know if you ever defeat Voldemort, won't you? Which is funny, but I, Hermione Hermione is the, is the link here. Like, I just... I don't think that Harry is saying it to discount Hermione, but um, but that's how it comes across all the time. Like, even when, like, she was the only one doing research in the last six books, too, and they're like, right. and he's like, who fought the Chosen One? Who did this? Who did that? And it's like, who, who taught you the spell? Who told you the fuck about pipes, okay? She was paralyzed. Who told you? all the research who in ta- her hand. Who taught you the spell? Who, like, who Accio were, Broom? Uh, time Your timer. ass would have been burnt alive by a dragon. Um, what about the light for the devil snare? Right? You know? Just, just off the top the of potion. my The potion. Alohomora. Alohomora. The trap door. Okay. You know? Just going all the way back. Just, just, you know, they're, they're things. Like, you they're, did it, but you but didn't who, do it alone. Who, like, the, the, the great Obama... 
You didn't build that yourself. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't build that. I just. It's just. But but I won't say like I'm. I understand why Ron is like. I don't want Hermione to go, right? Given how he feels about her and he doesn't want her to come to harm and he's just like, if we put you and keep you here, then it'll be fine. We can handle it. The The thing is just that he's not correct. But the sentiment is okay. <laughs> like, I get it. You're just not right. That's all. Uh, Connie uses the... Um, why do I want to call that man Scar? <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, <laughs> they have very similar, like, yeah, like little face, face features in the way they carry themselves. The Jafar gif of him, like, hitting the list, um, the scroll, and it, like, rolls all the way to the king's feet of the list of ways in which Hermione has saved the day. Which I think we said that we were going to do that once, and it just is, we like, did it's a tackle it of. Oh, we were going to actually. We were going to go, go through. through. See, we should have started that when we first when we started. When we started, yeah. Now and it's, that, like, it's too daunting. I think. When I do my next reread, reread, just like, you can just check them off. Um, Maggie said she's the first one to mess up Snape and Voldemort at once with those bluebell flames. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just... His ass would have been dead on his, what, second Quidditch match? First. First. So. You know, she's been putting in the work. You welcome. Is all I am saying. Um, So, Ron and Hermione, you're laughing. What can I say except you're welcome. So Ron and Hermione laugh at Harry's joke, um, but then Harry has a has a Voldemort pain, a, a Voldemort ache, a, a Voldake, a Voldake, a Tom thing, I don't know, a head riddle, head, a head riddle. That's better. That's much better because I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> um, We're taking suggestions for something. Please, better. a Tom, a Voldemort headache. Some like what y'all can figure something out. I don't know. Um, add add Voldemort. <laughs> Maggie, Tyler, Tyler Ma- Maggie said a head Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <sighs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's not. Um. So then, Harry kind of gets up while they're still kind of planning, and he's like, "I gotta go to the bathroom," but obviously Hermione is paying attention and is like clearly something's going on her eyes narrow you know that gif of like actual like emma watson with her eyes narrow yeah (laughs) that's what's happening but yeah she's like hmm something's not right um so he goes to the bathroom and then he um is in voldemort's body voldemort is on a he's gliding along along a twilight street there are buildings on either side um he knocks on a door a laughing woman stands there and her face falls as she looks into Harry's face, aka Voldemort's face, um, in terror. Grigorovich, he says in a high, cold voice, I want Grigorovich. Um, and she's like, he doesn't live here. I don't know him. Like, you know, never heard of her. Mariah Shades. Never experienced that emotion. Don't know who you're talking about. Um, and he's like, where is he? And she's like, I told you, bro. Like, I really could not tell. Like, I just do not know. I don't this speak person. English. No, no, like, no English. I don't understand. I don't know. I, who? I've never heard that name before in my life. That's crazy. Gregorovich. Uh, definitely didn't get the wand from him. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, what, what wand? I'm a muggle. Right. Um, <laughs> this is so not, like, this is such a. <laughs> this is such a he moved. I know part. not. I know not. He ain't here, bruh. I just he didn't leave no forwarding address. You know, 
Like someone said that at one point and one time in some distant past that he moved, but he don't come back here no more. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got the spot. I don't know him. I don't. I don't have his mail. I can't help you. I'm. What's his What's his first name? Maybe. Because mm-hmm. you talking about the Gorovitches around the way, like the right. ones, the like the. They, they own that spot. They own that, that, that falafel spot. shop around a corner. Falafels? I don't think falafels are. I don't know. The, but the ones the from... The sausage shop. They're sausages the, in Bulgaria. I don't know. I don't even Bulgaria? know where they are, to be honest. I actually have no it's idea. It's like Germanish. It's so. not clear where. They own that Frankfurter spot. Like, on Thursdays, it's half off happy hour, too, and you can get a whole, like, stein of beer with your Frankfurter. Like, I think they might be Grigorovich's. But I'm not. It could be something else. But it, it could, could be, be Gorgovich. Could be the other one who's yeah. like, he need a place for Quidditch, right? Like right. That one. It could be him. But like, I don't. You know, I don't know personally. I, me personally, I've never heard. Are of you that saying Gorgovich? Are you saying Baborovich? Because I know a Baborovich. I know Boris Baborovich. Yeah, he used to be up there. He used to, uh, you know. Yeah. Sell Lucy's. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. Yes. Let's move on. We have to after selling Lucy's. Yes. Yeah. So he raised his wand, and then he two and she screams. Two young children come running into the hall. She tried to shield him. There's a flash of green light <laughs> because Coldemort. Ariana said the the Gorovages own that pierogi shop, and Amani said, "You mean G Money? Isn't he doing a bid with Pookie's cousin?" <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And. I would I would shade the entire chat, but we started it, so we did. But that's who it was, though. But that's who, that's it was. who she knew. Yeah, I don't know if that was the one he was looking for. He was selling. He was the one. He was selling those um, bootleg. He's not, he not doing a bit with Pookie's cousin anymore. He got out for yeah. good behavior, and yeah. so that's the one I know. But like, yeah, but he over the there, other is y'all talking about. I don't. I. Mm. I don't know where he I don't at, know that but one. I know the one that be selling them bootleg pierogies, and they good though because mm-hmm. at the shop, you know, they cost like eighteen fifty, but he be selling them for a cool five. So I suggest if you're hungry, if you're looking for lunch, hit up G Money. Hit up G Money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving um, on. So then Hermione's pounding on the door. He had shouted. He knew it. Um, and Hermione's like, "What were you doing?" Uh, Harry, what do you think I was doing? And Ron's like, you were yelling your head off, bro. And he's like, oh, I must have dozed off. Harry, please don't insult our intelligence. Like, Hermione's like, girl, at this point, let's just say what it was. We know what it was. Sis. Just, like, be cool. Sis. Please. Call a thing a thing. Please. Um, so then Harry's like, fine, I've just seen Voldemort murdering a woman. By now, he's probably killed her whole family. Um... And Hermione, Harry, you're not supposed to let this happen anymore. Which, like, at this point, like, we talk... Like, She's the, annoying me now. The nagging is not gonna help. She's now annoying me. She's not wrong, but at this point, you just gotta let it go. I just like, had someone tell me, like, oh, you should have done that sooner. And I was like... Oh. Thanks. Oh, really? Really. And my thing, though, I think... Didn't know it. Right. And I think my thing, though, with on Hermione's end is that, like... And she does this often, where, like, she thinks that if she just keeps, like poking at you that it'll just happen. a light switch will turn on it'll just, yeah. like, finally you'll do it but like this is Harry Potter he don't want to learn Occlumency at least he doesn't now necessarily he finally to... says it like... well like yeah so like he's so um, she's like how can this help and Harry's like because it means I know what he's doing and she's like you're not even trying to shut him out you know I'm lousy at Occlumency which again he's given up like him saying he's lousy at Occlumency basically means he doesn't care about doing it anymore he's not trying to get better she, he's not trying to get better she's like you haven't ever tried 
Um, and she's like, do you like having the special connection? And then he gets upset at that, which, cause it's like, of course he doesn't like it, but the but thing he's going is, to use it. he's saying he's going to use it. But I also think that he's only just recently come to that particular conclusion, right? Beforehand, like in Half-Blood Prince, he could have been like, Sirius's death could have spurred him to be like, okay, now I'm going to learn Aquaman's you mm-hmm. because Voldemort was using Aquaman's against him. He didn't feel any urge or sense of urgency to do anything about it. But it's one of those things where like, if he had... Like, I don't know. There's a difference between not liking something and just because I do this stuff all the time. Like, there are things that I like, I should be doing my physical therapy exercises. I haven't done them in like at least three weeks. I don't like my bones cracking and feeling <laughs> sore and shit, but like, I'm not doing the thing that could help. That could help at the moment. I will, it's going to happen. Yep. I'm going to go back to doing them. It's, it's, go, it, it's a process. It's happening. But like, so, but it's just one of those things where like, She's getting frustrated, and I understand that frustration. But at a certain point, you have to leave it up to like he's decided that he's just gonna like. Yeah. I mean, up at this point, he's decided he's gonna use it. So that's a different kind of decision. Like it's an active decision versus what he was doing before, which is like passively. Like I mean, I'm not not gonna do it. Not yet. not yeah. He's just Lucia says maybe if he had a competent teacher. But at this point, like we were talking about earlier. The teacher isn't even the thing, because he, if he really wanted to, he could be like, all right, Hermione, you right, help me. Right. Because we all know that Hermione likes to say yes and take on more than she can actually do. Right. Um, but he just, he has, like, there's this thing, like, I, I don't know, like, I decided that, like, I just can't be, like, what, I, grew, I went to school for film, and I wanted to, like, write and work in television and stuff. And I just decided, like, I can't. It's not for me. I think the first time they made I had to go do, like, some networking shit. And I was like, nope. Nope. Right. Gotta find a whole new career, because mm-hmm. y'all didn't talk about this part. <laughs> like, and I I think that's what that is. Like, he was just like, nope. I don't have the range. Mm-hmm. And so, like, learning to get this. So there's, like, the whole thing about, like, using your strengths and, like, spending spending energy getting better at your strengths is way more fruitful than spending energy trying to get better at something you're bad at. And I think that that's kind of, like, not consciously, but sub self-consciously, I think that's what Harry is doing in this moment. He's like, I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to get better at occlumency, which I'm not good at. I'm right. going to spend that time instead trying to figure out how to use this connection to get an advantage. Right. He did just come to that, but I think that. But but yeah, but and I think and I think that 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 is fine. I think that the problem, and it becomes convenient that it doesn't come up again, is that everything like is that like he's seen what happens when Voldemort is lying, mm-hmm. and how that can be a problem, and he still kind of just takes what he's seeing as what he saw and as what's happening, and that is where like the issue. But then every time he sees it. It's just what's happening. And so I think that there should have been a little bit more. Like, if I was editing this, I would have been like, there needs to be more attention about. Is what you're seeing. Is what truth. I'm seeing the truth. And like, yeah, I want to use the connection, but let me make sure that what I'm seeing is actually right and that I can use it or that I'm not reacting to this thing and not. You know what I mean? And like, in this particular moment, it's different because it's not like he's clearly abroad, he's clearly looking for someone who doesn't as far as Harry knows, have anything to do with him. Or it has to do with him, but, like, doesn't have to do... Like, it's not anyone close to him, so he doesn't have to, like, worry about it like that. 
um, or like in the same way. So it makes it so that the stakes are a little bit lower in that particular way. If that makes I think sense. it kind of goes back to to the Rita Skeeter of it all, where it's like you continuously fall for like her writing as the truth, and like the last time that you really fell for Auckland, like something that happened, like a sneak peek into Voldemort's brain, it was false, right? And so, like, why can't you hold on to that fact that like you fell for something that he planted there that wasn't true? Right. Um, I mean, granted, him walking down the lane and, like, killing some kids just because they're there isn't as dramatic as you'll never take me. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll never break. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, maybe it's the the drama of the the lie and, like, this one that's a little bit like, okay, clearly he's just not. Like, why would he want me to see this? Right. Of all things. Like, I know you kill kids. Right. And also, like, I'm looking for, if anything... If anything, he wouldn't want Harry to know that he's looking for Grimoire. Well, yeah, but like Harry, you could, he could, he could, because he could think that because Harry has the wand connection and Grigorovich and Harry's a good person, Grigorovich would tell him things that he wouldn't tell Voldemort. So he could have Grigorovich locked up in his basement like he has Ollivander and is sending Harry messages like, I'm trying to find Grigorovich. And then Harry goes, let's not go to Godric's Hollow. Let's go find Grigorovich and figure out why he's important. And then boom. Oh. I should be an Smash. evil genius, but I can't fly. Please <laughs> stop with the arms. I cannot. I need to. I can't take it. I don't it. know how to fly. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's very important. <gasps> he can fly. He can fly. He can fly. Um, so then um, Harry's like, I want to know why, why um, Voldemort is after Grigorovich. Um, See? And then he says, maybe he thinks he's better than Ollivander or he thinks that Gorovich might be able to explain what my wand did when he was chasing me and Hermione's like keep talking about this but you made it happen why are you so determined up, to take responsibility for your own power and my thing is, is like I don't understand why they're determined to say that it, it's not just her because there are other people too when he first yep. explained it who were like that's not possible but like how do you know what's possible how do you you don't know everything there is to know about wand lore you don't know everything there is to know about magic so like you keep saying that it's not possible but you don't but you know that there's this weird connection between uh Voldemort and Harry so why would this be so like the line in the stand you know what I mean yeah and Harry is very adamant about this like it's like there's difference between him being humble like oh it wasn't that big of a deal or oh I have people to help me he's very much like I did not do that Mm -hmm. right um so then um so then Harry says or no sorry so then Ron says drop it um it's up to him and if we're going to the ministry tomorrow we should go over the plan um, so they spend a bunch of time going over the plan until just until bedtime, basically. Um, Harry's now sleeping in Sirius's room, which is which is nice um, and cute because you know, yeah. His, his his his, uh, daddy. Yeah. So Hermione's in the morning. Hermione's downstairs being served coffee and hot rolls by Creature, um, which is weird because nothing has really changed in Creature's position, and he's still enslaved and. If you're if you stand for something, I'm sure there is something, but there's just a lot of stuff going on in my yeah. brain and I can't concentrate. If you're against them, if you're against house elves, if you're against the institution of house elves, then whether or not creature has been treated nicely or not, you're not going to participate in that institution. So 
like creature can offer and like you can be respectful but like be like no I'm I'm okay creature thank you and get your own stuff and right. not have him and clean up after yourself and do all of the things that creature is meant to do regardless of whether or not Harry is now treating him kindly and so it just is another it's just she just dropped she just she just dropped this thing mm-hmm. that was like very important to Hermione and like her sense of like right and wrong and like spew wasn't for what was it the society for the promotion of elfish welfare, welfare not the society of the promotion of being kind to elves right um delia says that jk rowling did say she regretted this storyline um because she dropped it but based on how she was talking you wouldn't have wanted her to keep going well so silver linings i guess mm-hmm. um lucia asked if payment would free a house off the way clothes would i don't Thing? I don't think so. so but, but maybe also, like, give them but, clothes, and if they want to keep working yeah. for you, then cool. Give me like here is here is some clothes. What this means is that you're not banished from here. It means that you at any time can choose if you want to continue to work here. What your wages will be? Well, you don't get to choose your wages, but like we can, it can be a discussion in right. a in a conversation. And if at any time you want to go serve another family, you want to start a business, you want to do whatever, that is on you. It gives you options. It gives right. you freedom. It doesn't, like, with Winky or, um, and, with, and with Dobby, it was like, I got a sock. Banish. Okay. Right. Like, Dobby was like, I'm out. I'm free. But like, Winky was like, where am I, where is us to go? Right. And it's like, well, that's still your... It's like whenever my mom, I feel like I'm a house elf that does no work. Actually, my mom, my mom, I'm the house elf, but she does all of the work. I can't. But whenever, like when I, whenever I go home, I come home, she has like a bag of my stuff. And I'm like, but I live here. And she's like, you haven't lived here in years. I'm like, but this is my permanent address. (laughs) She's like, you do not live here. You're a grown ass woman. I was like, but I might live here again. And she's like, no. You're banished forever. I'm like, why are you trying to banish me from my home? I can't. <laughs> um, and then, um, okay, so then Hermione is looking in uh, her bag, and she's kind of trying to make sure they have everything. Rose, polyjuice potion, invisibility cloak, decor detonator, detonator sorry, puking pastels, nosebleed nugget, Extendable ears. So, like, shout out to the Weasley's Wizard Wheezes for this just whole being, like, thing. man, the like, whole shout bag out to Fred and George because they really were like, we got every, you, we got your pranking needs and your, um, yeah. you your going on a mission? Needs. Okay, trying to be a spy. Got you. We're we, you know, equal. they're the Mrs. M of the Wizarding World. Yes. Did you get the reference? Mm-hmm. Wow, they got all of it. I really didn't think you would get that. I'm really impressed by you right now. Okay, anyway. Um, Sorry. Just... So then uh, they set off de- upstairs, Creature bowing them out and promising to have a steak and kidney pie ready for them. And Ron's like, bless him. And when you think I used to fantasize about cutting off his head and sticking it on the wall. All you got to do like, is feed Ron for him to think that you are worth human emotions you know, and respect. Just feed him. And that can be said. I mean, I'm not... I should be mad at that, but I'm not. <laughs> basically, <laughs> mad is like, like, give me some food. I'm thinking like that, and I would like you more. Be me. Like I'm just sitting there like that's. But not no, 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 no. You would like them more. You wouldn't be like, oh man, I really thought that you should be dead with your head on a wall, but now you got me this. You, you brought me chocolate. I love you. I Bless mean, you. 
No, I wouldn't. No. I'd be like, oh, thanks. It's extreme. Fair. I'd be like, I'd be like, cool. Appreciate that. <laughs> Still staying woke. I, I, we see each other. <laughs> um. So then. Um, so Harry, or sorry, Hermione disapparates with Ron first and then comes back for Harry. Which is, a question that I had is, are they disapparating in pairs like that because they need the invisibility cloak? Or is Hermione sat-along apparating them because she can do Because she can do it's it better. Un, yeah, well, I know that, I mean, Harry can apparate. Right, and he had and in Ron too. He stumbled at the front a, step and yeah, they talk about it. But I'm it. like, this is an important thing. I, so they want to make sure they can, they it can right. do it right. So let's just have Hermione do it. That and also I assumed, in part because the cloak. Yeah, I don't think and that then Harry also and Ron together so that, can fit under the cloak. Right, and then also so that they end up in the exact same spot. Because if yeah. one person is controlling it, then that then it's like where they want to go. And so if it, they can ease, you know, they could. Yeah. miss and all of a sudden they're like in three different di- different alleyways outside the ministry and then they'll be like oh shit whoops um, yeah but I just was like I had thought like I know that they can operate but I was like I wonder if they were like to be safe because this is a very important trip right <laughs> to make Hermione do it right um which that is also valid so um the first ministry workers um didn't usually appear until at least eight o'clock so they're getting ready um Hermione's like she ought to be here in five minutes um, and she's kind of, like, running through because she's nervous, and that's how she, like, when it's time to actually do the thing, she's like, all right. It's the same as, like, exams, where she's like, okay, I have to do this, and then I have to do this, and then I have to do this. And that's how she's kind of approaching uh, this mission. Um, Ron's like, I thought we were supposed to open the door before she got here. And then Hermione's like, I nearly, she, like, squeals. She's like, I nearly forgot. So she's just on edge. Um, so she opens the nearby door, which uh, which has a dark corridor that leads to an empty theater, um, and then, Where they then, 20 years later, put on the play, Curse Child. Not the flaps. Okay. Um, so then Hermione's like, and now we put the cloak on again, and, and then Ron's like, and we wait. Um, rolling his eyes at Harry as he throws the um, cloak over Hermione's head like a blanket over a birdcage. So he's just like, I'll, I'll help you, <laughs> and like, I appreciate you, and you're like a delicate... Person and, and stop and talking also, out loud. And also, please calm down. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop speaking the steps out I loud. mess with you, but like, calm, just... Uh. Have you ever, like, I work next to someone who, like, talks to themselves, like, in the steps, but you're next to them, so you're like, huh? Oh, not you know, You do this to me a lot as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're talking out things to yourself, but I'm sitting next to you, and I'm like, right, what? Like, and you're like, happened? I'm not talking to you, and I'm like, well, then stop saying things out loud. I'm not gonna lie, when I was in high school, I used to... I mean, I still do it sometimes, like, it... it Sometimes I need to say it out loud for it to, like, make sense. So when I would do my math homework, mm-hmm. I would be saying it out loud. And I'm muttering to myself. But, like, where we – it's, like, where we used to live. And my mom's room was upstairs and I was downstairs in the kitchen. But her room didn't have a door because it was literally just up the stairs and then that was her room. So sometimes she, like – she just, like, called down, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing my calculus. Like, I'm good. And she's like, all right, just making sure. I'm like, no, just, you know. But I had to, like it, – it's just mm-hmm. a thing. It'd be like that. Delia asked why we didn't free creature after book five, and that's because he knew about the order. Yeah. And, like, the, because the, the order was staying at Grimont Place. And, and he'd already so, betrayed them about. And her. he, yeah. He, so it would have been. It was just, like, having a loose end out there. But then again, Mundungus was in the order, so. I mean, like, did they really care about secrecy? Because it didn't really seem like it. It didn't really seem like it. They didn't do all the things they could have done. You know? So then, uh, about a minute later, 
Um, a ministry witch with flyaway hair apparated feet from them. Hermione's silent stunning spell hit her in the chest and she toppled over. Um, they carried her into the dark passageway. Hermione took a few of her hairs and put it in the polyjuice potion. Um, and then Ron rummages through her handbag. She's Mafalda Hopkirk, he said, um, reading a small card that identified their victim as an assistant to the improper use of magic office. I want to point out that she is also the one who sends the letters to kids who do underage magic. Yep. Um, she's the one who's told Harry that he's been expelled at least twice. Maybe not expelled, but, like, on probation. and then The first expelled. time he was expelled, and then the second time... No, no, no. The first time he was on probation, because it was Dobby. Yeah. Or not probation, but, like, it was, a, it was like, a, a warning. And then the second time when he did... He was expelled, and then he was not expelled, but, like, had the hearing. So yeah. it was, like... But, yeah. So that's her job, is she sends howlers. Hello! <laughs> her voice, the voice of Mathilda Hopkirk in the movie is... Very uh, well, she's always Mrs. the one. Doubtfire. Yeah, she's always the one who's like, "You're you're expelled, hoping you are well." And it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm feeling great." <laughs> you know, it's been a, it's a good day, sun shining. I'm expelled from Hogwarts. Wonderful. It's all I've ever wanted. All the best with the, all the Hopkirk. <laughs> right. Um. So then he passes, uh, Hermione the identification card and the tokens, which they're gonna need to get into the ministry. Um, Hermione takes the Polyjuice Potion and becomes the double of Mephilda Hopkirk. Um, and then they have to go back outside because Mr. Magical Maintenance will be there any second. Uh, they get out. There's another... Or they get they go out with Harry and Ron under the invisibility cloak. But Hermione, is, she can be seen now because she's Mephilda Hopkirk. Um, and they see a small fairy-looking wizard who appears. Um, and he's like, oh, hello, Mephilda. And she's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, not so good. Um, and she's... Like, Hermione is just trying to, like, hurry. She doesn't want to fall into like a conversation conversation because they're on a timeline um so she's like i'm sorry to hear you're under the weather here have a suite um and the reason why he's not so good is because they got his wife his wife is on trial um with the mobile registration i feel so bad for reg this entire like it's like once you find out like because this entire interaction like he wants to have that connection. I feel like he thinks of Mathalda as, like, a nice person who yeah. he could, like, say, you know, like, I'm really worried about this. Like, he's not in his um, magical maintenance robe, right. which they comment on, because he's going to support to, his, his wife. wife. He's not going to work. He's not going to work. And, like, she's like, have a sweet. Have a sweet. Yeah. That's good. Chocolate makes you feel better. You're have fine. Have a sweet. Let's go. And it's just like, and she's like, I insist. And so he takes it. The effect is instantaneous. Um, the moment the pastel touched his tongue, the little wizard started vomiting. Um, and as he did, Hermione yanked a handful of hairs from the top of his head and she's like, oh dear, perhaps you better take the day off. And he's like, no, I must today. I must go. And she's like, but that's silly. I think you ought to go to St. Mungo's and get them and get you sorted out. Um, and so at last he's like, okay, yeah, you're right. And so he apparates. Not going to help my wife by puking all over. Right. Yeah. It's not going to, especially that umbrage. She's like, Mm -hmm. oh, why are you here? You're puking? Also like shout out to Wizard being able to apparate while like violently vomiting everywhere right that is just some great deliberation (laughs) destination and determination look at him he he really he he took that class he probably passed on his first i can't when i get hungry enough i can't even like i don't know where to walk like i'll just be like wandering around like i don't know where the kitchen is what is food just yeah what i mean i'd be getting dizzy off of like look like i broke my nail yesterday and i got dizzy and I was like, I have to sit down. And McCure was like, is it really that serious? I was like, I have to sit down. <laughs> so apparate nowhere on vomiting? No. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Would not be me. 
Um, Lucia says that she always thought that it was sweet that Mafalda and Reg always met just to walk from the alley to the bathrooms. They're probably really good friends. Which is true. I never thought of that. Aww. And then they just got wrapped up in the... They, like, catch up on on things. Yeah, and and this time she's like, oh, here, have a sweet. And he's like, I just told you, you seen it yesterday that, like, we, my wife and all. And she's just like, here, have this. (laughs) Go, go away. Go to St. Mungo's. Also, that makes sense when he's like, um, are you feeling under the, sorry, you're feeling under the weather. And he's like, what? Like, we just talked about. I said I'm not feeling good. What I'm not feeling good about. not sick. Right. Um, so then, so he leaves, leaving nothing behind, but the bag run snatched from his hand as he went and some flying chunks of vomit, which is gross, but also like he's going to apparate and then be like, what happened to my bag? Which is unfortunate. And then he's going to have to chase it. I, I'll give you that one. Um, but not that. Stop flapping. Um, and so then. It's a podcast. No one but the chat knows I'm flapping. Know, still. So then, um, Hermione's like, it would have just been must it would have made much less mess to stun him too. And Ron's like, yeah, but we probably don't want a pile of unconscious bodies just like lying around. Probably would have drawn some attention. Um, and then he's like keen on his job though, isn't he? Um, within two minutes, two minutes, he stood before them as a small and fairy as uh, the sick wizard wearing maybe blue robes. Weird. He wasn't wearing them today. Wasn't it? And anyway, I'm Reg Cattermole according to the label on the back. Um, and then Hermione's like, now wait here and we'll be back with some hairs for you. So he had to wait 10 minutes, but it was seemed much longer to Harry. Of course, because he's like, I, you know, he's all about action. So when he has to wait, he's like, this is, Standing still why am do I doing it. this? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, but they appear, they reappear. Um, Hermione says, we don't know who he is, but he's gone home with a dreadful nosebleed. Um, so he turns into a person who's more than six feet tall um, with well-muscled arms and a beard. So that's cool. Um, and... <laughs> you look at me wait a second because he doesn't have a beard in the movie no he doesn't but now i have to look real quick sorry i'm like sniffing a lot uh what's his name runcorn runcorn um i feel like he was in something else he's in a lot of things i was yes, really impressed this is they it. Got... he's um he's um he's he's fitz's dad he's daddy fitz in uh shield in shield no yes He's too young. No. I mean, I guess Harry Potter came out a while ago. So he would have aged up. I always thought he was Bates from, um, from Downton Abbey, but I don't think that was him. No, I. He was Fitz. He was, he was Fitz's dad. And no. he was an asshole, too. In How was he Fitz's dad? David O'Hara? I don't believe it. Yes. That that is him, I think. Maybe not. He, he has my same birthday. Hey. Okay. This birthday doesn't. Twins. This. That's not him. It's not him. I always thought Fitz's dad they was. Look um, I always think of Fitz's dad as uh, Mirror's dad from else. What's His Face. He's in Braveheart. He's in like he's in all those like action movies. Um, Wanted. He was Mr. X. Dirt Road. In Extremist. Oh, he was this. He was Fitz's dad. I see. I said it. Wow. I knew it. Yes. He's, he's in Gotham. He was Fitz's dad. He's in Luther. I know that one. For sure, for sure. See, I was right. Covert Affairs. Standoff, Contraband, Cowboys versus Aliens. Oof. The Tudors. 
I didn't, probably didn't get that far. <laughs> Connie said, oh, he's tall and has a beard? <laughs> I mean, you know. The Departed, that's where I remember him from the most. Yeah. He, he, they, you know. You walk in, he walks in and you see he's a big, he's the big man on campus, so. It's because he got the, he got his looks together, I suppose. Um, anyway, uh, Hermione gives Harry one of Mafalda's tokens and then they get ready to go. Um, they, 50 yards along the crowded pavement, there were spiked black railings flanking two flights of steps, one la- one labeled gentlemen and other ladies. So Hermione's like, all right, see you in a moment. Um, as they get inside, another wizard in navy blue robes greets Ron as Reg, um, Albert, as he lets himself into a cubicle by inserting his golden token into the slot and says, blooming pain in the, pain in the bum this, eh? Forcing us, forcing us all to get to work this way. Who do they expect to turn up? Harry Potter? Which is like, ha, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> Harry, Ron's like, yeah, stupid, huh? Crazy. Wow. Can't imagine. Um... And then they realize they have to flush themselves in, which I'm just saying, from like a, from like a, um, I just, Voldemort doesn't think very highly of the Ministry of Magic. Also, J.K. Rowling is a sick, sick woman. (laughs) Imagine having to flush yourself in the the toilet. But just like, I feel like that was just a very, it's very petty. Mm-hmm. To be like, you know, because there are so many other ways you could get to the office. Like, if you don't want them to be doing uh, flu powder anymore, like, fine. That's fine. There, uh, you know, maybe maybe court an keys. elevator. A elevator. Court key, an elevator. The, the visitor's interest right. is basically an elevator. Right. They could just have an elevator. Or just, like, phone boxes around the city. But they said... Flush yourself the bathroom. down this public toilet. Yeah. Not a private toilet. No. Just step in, in, in the thing. Muggles are coming Harry, in here too Harry's, and using, doing the business. Harry clambers into the toilet. He don't, he's not standing on the seat. He's Mm-mm. not, you know, he can't put one of the little covers down. Like, he's, his feet are in the toilet. Thank goodness for magic, though, because though he's standing in the water, his shoes and feet and robes remain quite dry. So... I mean, thank goodness for that. Right. So then he pulls They're the like, chain. Um, impervious. Was it impervious? Yeah. That like also keeps the germs off as well. I, I mean, maybe it's like all you're not just wet, magical, but you're also not, not covered in bacteria and shit. I would not be able to say. Okay. I don't know. Um, so he flushes himself down into the atrium, um, which seems darker than Harry remembered it. Rather than um, the Fountain of Magical Brotherhood, which Harry and, uh, not Harry, but Dumbledore and Voldemort kind of destroyed the last time they were there, um, there's now a gigantic statue of Blackstone dominating the scene. Um, it's a vast sculpture of a witch and wizard sitting on ornate, ornately carved thrones looking down on the ministry workers toppling out of fireplaces below. Engraved in foot-high letters at the base of the statue were the words, Magic is Might, which is like, Voldemort really, he, he doesn't know much about subtlety. Nah. He's that's not, not a subtle man. That's not his He named name. himself Lord Voldemort. He did. And, and it was As an if Marbola wasn't, wasn't grandiose enough. That's true. Um, Connie said, when did they install these toilets? They basically just got JST for plumbing. Just got plumbing, I'm assuming that's what that means. Yeah. Um, Yikes. Like, how were they getting in before? Which is true. I think they were just 
they were operating in flu. They're operating in flu, and I think the problem now is that only certain people, like you find out that only certain people have flu attached to their houses anymore. So now they have to do this whole like thing. Um, but yeah, it's it is gross. Um, Portia says, "Why does this plan seem only slightly better?" Then the capture a White Walker plan in Game of Thrones. Amani says, still too soon, and I concur, because... Too soon? Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm it's getting... Fine. That's fine. You don't have to... It's still... I, it still cuts deep. It I, uh, still hurts a little bit. I told Brandon, because he, he texted me this morning, and he said he woke up at 5. And I was like, you should read Game of Thrones. It's like what you're watching, but bleaker. And he's like, why would anyone want something like that? Like if you need something to help you go to sleep, you know, it's it's dense. You already know that you like the story. Your nightmares will be interesting. Definitely, once I thought I was in a battle <laughs> while I was asleep, I was half asleep. It was yeah, it was a a time. Anyway, so um, somebody runs into the back of Harry and uh, or like slides out into Harry and is like, out of the way, can't you? Oh, sorry, Runcorn. Um, clearly frightened, the balding wizard hurries away. So clearly... He is scary. He is a scary man. Um, Harry finds uh, Ron and Hermione and is and Hermione's like, you got in all right then? And Ron's like, no, he's still stuck in the bog. Um, I'm just like, it's not the time, but I still appreciate his uh, sarcasm because I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um... And then Hermione's like, it's horrible, isn't it? Haven't you seen what they're sitting on, talking about the statue? Um, They're mounds of carved humans, hundreds and hundreds of naked bodies, men, women, and children, all with rather stupid, ugly faces, twisted and pressed together in support, or to support the weight of the handsomely robed wizards. Muggles, whispered Hermione, in their rightful place. Come on, let's get going. So So in the chat, Lucia says, the new statue isn't much better than the old one, to be honest. True. Magical Brethren was just a more sanitized version of Magic is Might. And that's like an ongoing thing that we talk about, which is like how Voldemort so easily kind of comes to power is because they do hold these beliefs. They're they're more PC, I guess. Right. They're less um, overt and they're less like extreme, but they are at the core the same belief of them being better than muggles and like well i mean in the other one in the magical brother or whatever they didn't have muggles there it was really more of a hierarchy within the magical community so it was like mm-hmm. the goblin and the centaur elf and mm-hmm. something else and they're like look staring up at the witches and wizards i think it's a merman or something. maybe yeah looking up at the um witch and wizard like wow you guys are so amazing you have won and like you know it's great because it's gold and they're all smiling and it's all mm-hmm. like woohoo versus this where it's like death and decay and we rule and if you get a chance to go to the tour go because that statue like it's not made of stone i don't know what it's made out of but like the the fact that these people did not get oscars because good just Lord. for the yeah for the costume and production design and set design alone, like, mm-hmm. that statue is just as huge as you think it is and just as terrifying mm-hmm. and terrible. Um, Portia points out the Voldemort administration exposing the latent bigotry much like the current administration in the United States. This is fun. Yep. Lots and lots of fun. Um, so then... Um, they are joining the stream of witches and wizards going toward the golden gates at the end of the hall. Um, try- 
looking around as surreptitiously as possible, trying to figure out where Umbridge is. Um, they barely, so then they are like waiting in front of the elevators um, and they barely joined the nearest line when a voice said, Cattermole. Um, one of the Death Eaters who had witnessed Dumbledore's death shows up and it's, it's Yaxley. I like him. He's great, you know? Like, I just think that he's like, it's a bad rap, but he's a very kind person. He's very sweet, thoughtful. Um, what else can you say about him? You know, like, he does a lot of good works. He, he, he gives to good causes. Um, Is that true? No. Oh, he's a horrible human being. <laughs> I know. I was just... Never heard of that. Never heard that from him before. I mean, but you know, he likes to keep it quiet. You know what I mean? He's always like, and he's the, he's the um um, what do they call them? Anonymous donor that you mm, always hear about. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't like to flaunt it. He doesn't Got like to you. flaunt his good works, but he's but out there. there. Yeah, Got he's it. out there. Okay, that's good to know, I guess. Um, so he actually turn run, comes up to Ron. Um, and it's like, I requested somebody for magical maintenance to sort out my office catamole. It's still raining in there. Um, and Rod is like, raining in your office? That's not good, is it? And he gives a nervous laugh. And Yaxley's like, you think that's funny? No, no, of course. You realize I'm on my way downstairs to interrogate your wife, catamole? In fact, I'm quite surprised you're not down there holding her hand while she waits. Already given her up as a bad job, have you? Probably wise. Be sure and marry a pureblood next time. Like, that was just... See, but like he's giving, and also he's giving good, like he's giving advice. Okay, you know he wants the best for him. He's saying, you know, like next time, and I'm just giving you this advice. Um. So then Ron is like, "Well, now we know why homeboy was trying to, why he wasn't feeling good and was trying (laughs) to get into the ministry." Um. Then actually says, "But if my wife was accused of being a mudblood." Not that any woman I married would ever be mistaken for such film. Note, he is not married because any woman he would marry does not exist because they don't want any part no, of this. This is literally one of those dudes to be like, man, if I was Jay-Z, I'd tell Beyonce, but, but you're like, not. But you're not. So, no, why are and you, you even, couldn't. It's, so it's moot. We don't even need to know what you was going to say after that. I'm not Jay-Z, but nope, yeah. it's fine. Keep Could it. you ever marry a stripper? Could you? Does any of, have you had to turn it down? Well then. Is that okay? Yeah. All well, right. Just, Good job. Let's keep that one to ourselves. How about that? Um, he says, and the head of the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement needed a job doing. I would make it my priority to do that to do that job, Catamaran. Do you understand me? Yes, whispered Ron. Um, then attend to it, and if my office is not completely dry within an hour, your wife's blood status will be an even graver doubt than it is now. That sounds like a threat. Does it? Sound to me like a promise. Um, with a nod and unpleasant smile to Harry, who was evidently expected to appreciate this treatment of Catamole, he actually sweeps away. Harry, Ron, and Hermione enter uh, their lift, um, and nobody be- nobody follows them. It was as if they were infectious. What am I going to do, Ron asked. If I don't turn up my wife, I mean, Catamole's wife, will come with you. We should stick together, um, says Ron. I'm sorry, says Harry, but then Ron's like, we haven't got time to you know to be doing side jobs mm-hmm. in the middle of the the big job the big job we have an hour before the apologies right whereas i don't know i don't know if they have an hour because it depends on how much they took but yeah, that's true but it's more we have they an have hour a time before, limit they do have a time limit they get the fuck out and also yaxley they have an hour before yaxley needs his thing dry mm-hmm. so that homegirl you know because they part of the thing is that they do care like 
they're not just gonna be like, oh, oh well. Yeah, fuck her. Sorry about it. <laughs> like the whole point <laughs> of them fighting against Voldemort is to fight against things like the Muggleborn Registration Act. So like, they're like, okay, we have to do something. Um, Ron's like, you two find Umbridge. I'll go and start out Yaxley's office. But how do I stop it raining? Hermione's like, try Finite and Cantatum. Um, if that doesn't work, something's gone wrong with an atmospheric charm. So in the interim, uh, in the interim, uh, try impervious to protect his belongings. And Ron's like, okay, I got to write this down. I will point out. This is so simple to me though. Like, not like so simple that, but like, I guess you have to think about it as like those levels to spells. Like I can, like if you get a cut, I can be the person that gives you a bandaid, but then you need a doctor to give you like stitches. Right. Right, so like that's why like he's in the you know like their finite incantum is like a much stronger, better spell or right. something. But like it just seems like yeah, actually should be able to do it himself. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing too is that like we talked about or in uh, or the Phoenix Arthur when they when Harry came to the Ministry of Magic with Arthur and Arthur was talking about how like. The magical maintenance, they're the ones who get to decide what the weather is. And they get to decide, like, he was saying, like, oh, we had hurricanes for, like, a month when they wanted a raise. Yeah. Or, I don't think they were on strike, but they just wanted a raise. And so they were like, well, guess what? It's bad weather. How about that? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, honestly, like, I think it's rebellion. It's rebellion. It's like, okay, you're going to be out here fighting, you know, with the Muggle Registration Act. So, like, have a reigning office then. Yeah. But that doesn't help when then folks actually have, like... Muggle born wives. Wives, yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, so then, um, the elevator opens again, and it's level four, Department of Regulation Control of Magical Creatures, um, incorporating beast and sorry, beast being and spirit divisions, Goblin Liaison Office, and Pest Advisory Bureau. Um. So then, there's another, uh, another man walks in and greets Harry, and then says. Dirk Cresswell, eh? From the Goblin Liaison? Nice one, Albert. Albert, I'm pretty confident I'll get his job now. These people are gross. Just awful. Just straight up awful. Garbaggio. Like, cool. He's he's a muggle-born. You turned him in. I'm about to get a promotion. Get a job. That's great. It's just like, why are you, why are you this way? You deserve the... The um, reigning office. Yeah. And more. And then some. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Uh, the girl opens again on level two, Department of Magical Law Enforcement, and Hermione shoves Ron out, um, and he hurries, or not shoves, but, like, gives him a little push, and he hurries out. Um, the moment the golden door closed, Hermione said very fast, actually, Harry, I think I better go after him. I don't think he knows what he's doing, and if he gets caught, the whole thing. Level one, Ministry of Magic and Support Staff. The golden girls slid apart again, and Hermione gasped. Four people stood before them, two of them in deep conversation, a long-haired wizard wearing magnificent robes of black and gold, and a squat toad-like witch wearing a velvet bow in her short hair and clutching a clipboard to her chest. I wonder who that is. They did it twice in a row. Yeah. I wonder who that was, though. We'll never know. Just kidding. We'll find out next week. We'll find out next week on (laughs) Dragon (laughs) Ball Z. All right. MVPs and benched. This one was difficult. I yeah. don't really like. I don't, I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm gonna MVP Hermione, even though there are moments where she was, I think, doing the most. But like, I just appreciate her preparation skills mm-hmm. and like even. I don't know. I think the way that she went about it is the way that I probably would have gone about it. Um, 
including being anxious about actually doing the thing, I'd be like, oh, shit, now we got to actually, like, I thought I was just the plan. Now we got to execute the plan. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to say Hermione, I think. I'm going to surprise myself and say creature. Okay. Because I think, like, they're still not, they haven't, like, he has upped his his game in terms of, like, being decent to them, being kind, like, doing his job, even though it's not his job, is he's a slave. Um, and they have not matched that energy, which is on them, but, like, he has, he was objectively, I just had a great idea for Ribbon. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was objectively, like, mean to Hermione and hurtful yeah. on purpose, and, like, he has stopped that, and, like, and all because he got a, like, all because of one nice thing. So, like, he wasn't actually horrible the whole time. Like, right. if you did People one nice thing to him. him for him, like, look at what, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he just needed one nice word of encouragement. And so, yeah. I feel that. Creature. Yeah. Um, so, Lucia MVP's Reg for trying to be there for his wife, even when he was spewing a path of his insides and still making it next chapter, which, mm-hmm. like, yes. Shout out to um, him. Shout out to him. Delia MVP's Hermione. She's, um... Hermione's her default, but she came in clutch with Phineas, which mm-hmm. is true, and I forgot about it, she and it was only, that. like, two pages ago. <laughs> um, Hermione MVP's Reg for being a good husband and ride or die. Maggie MVP's Hermione for amassing her knowledge of spells to help get a job done that would require a fully qualified wizard and executing the plan and vision so well. Is that it? That's, yep. Yeah. Uh, right. Who'd you bench? I benched Yaxley. Word. Because fuck that dude. Yeah, he's gross. And like, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I benched Tom because. Oh, yeah, fuck that dude too. Fuck him. Yeah. This is his fault. All of a sudden, he's killing people for no reason. He's got a whole family. Whole family. Cause they they he, said we don't know Gregor. They said the, per- the pierogi shop is around the corner. And, and he, he was, was like, like, a lot of cadaver. Damn. Just out of pocket. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. And for lacking in subtlety. Like, I just feel like there's something to be said for, Yeah. you know, just we, having yeah. a little bit of, like... Oh, my God. Can I change it to Tom, too? Because, like, you told... Yeah, because I talked about this, yes, like, last week about, like, just being a little bit more... Like, everyone is already, like... It's kind of an open secret that he's taken over the ministry, but, right. like, it's being a little bit more subtle. He could get more things accomplished because... Now you got magical maintenance making it rain in Yax's office because they know they know what the the jig, as they say, is up. It is up. It is. Um, Lucia MVPs Yaxley, or you sorry, benches. benches Yaxley for being a Nazi. Lucia MVPs Yaxley for being a Nazi. Yikes. That's terrible. That's awful. Um, but she benches him, so it's fine. Yeah, Lucia benches Yaxley for being a Nazi. Um, Amani benches Umbridge. It's on site, just off of General Principle. Or should I say GP? That's the same thing. I know it's the same thing, but I don't know what the cool kids do. The cool kids say G. Okay. Um, Maggie benches Umbridge for continuing to breathe. Period. Maggie. Maggith. Maggith. I don't know. Because it's it's probably, it's Margaret, but Margaret doesn't have the, I need like a, like a, you know, Daenerys, Targaryen, <laughs> Stormborn. I need that for Maggie. Maggie needs a title. Oh my god! Two times today, she's like really just come for my edges, and That's I so stand. Funny. In case you guys didn't know, I'm the president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer of the Maggie Brevik fan club. 
Um, Delia benches Snape for being appointed to and taking a job from a better qualified woman. McGee took four sentences to the chest. What has he done? Abused kids and been greasy. Nah. Woo. Oh, wait a second. Connie's in here. Connie MVP's Reg because he's having a hard day. <laughs> Such a puff. Peak puff. Um, and Yaxley is benched because he's awful, even if he is tall. I don't think Yaxley's tall. It's Runcorn that's tall. They were like Yaxley might be tall. Yaxley might be tall, but Runcorn was the one with the beard. He's tall. I think she yeah. like she conflated the thing. And I'm sorry, Lucia. I'm really sorry. I'm not. I'm not on my not on top of my game today. <laughs> Um, cool. So thank you for listening. Next week, we'll be discussing chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, the Muggle-born Registration Commission. Uh, make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam, hashtag BlackWizardHistory. Yes, as well. all month. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye!